But when you're at the drive-in, you sit down and you're open to at least three or four screens at one time. And then if you count all of the other glass panes on all of the windows in the cars, that's like a hundred other reflections of the screen. Right. It's like like a ghost, like ping pong in there, you know? It's like, uh, it's crazy. Welcome to a week of uh, Ghost in the Scene. This is a very special week. Um, this beautiful episode is brought to you by me, Gio, and my co-host, Rob. How's it going, Rob? My world's on fire, Gio. How about yours? Uh, I, I like it this way, because I never get bored. The, we're on fire. Um, the fires of California we're talking about. Don't worry. Um, the smoke, um, we blessed it. Audio sage. That way, um, it could be a ghost-free fire. It's, it's actually really hard to do that, since it's burning in a lot of places. Let's just shout out to all of the uh, workers, all of the firefighters, everybody that's working hard to get this uh, bad boy out. Um, we, we appreciate you. Um, Blessings and prayers to all the souls that are, were taken in this fire. Um, to all those out there, not everyone made it out. There's a lot of people still struggling still, so our blessings to them as well. Absolutely. You know, uh, we'll even shoot out a link um, not even, I guess you'll have already seen it because we'll, we'll shoot it out uh, the day we're recording this just so you guys can support, um, some kind of fire, um, cause because there's a lot of people that lost all of their stuff, um, including ghost hunting gear was lost. So, um, who knows how and Malibu is a very, uh, big hotspot for ghosts. So the idea that a lot of ghost hunters probably lost their stuff, uh, is probably a big percentage. So Please send money, send whatever you can. But we have a lot of things to do um, instead of talk about the terrifying fire that's outside of our doors right now. Rob, let's get into um, work, the business. A lot of things have happened this week. Tragedy has struck Hollywood in a big way. Um, I think you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. I, it's the only story that really matters right now, which is the passing of the late, the great, the now ghostly, Stan Lee. Yeah. Wow. You said it in a very respectful way. I, I appreciate you saying that, but you should really have given a little more sauce on the ghostly part. Cause I, I was trying to give it a ghostly. Maybe. Ghostly. Something a little oh. scarier. Okay. Because I here's here's my problem with this whole thing. Stanley dies, yes, but he his energy is not gone. We all know that. Uh, mm -hmm. Everybody who listens to this podcast, we get it. Ghosts happen. They're born when we die. This is a ghost birthday. I be, I feel him with us right now. Um, this was a very powerful effect. Uh, this is a very powerful ghost. So perhaps ghostly. Stan yes. Stan Lee. 
Uh, yeah, that's that's what we need because this is this is big news, everybody. Um, Stanley's a ghost, and I think what we're trying to tell you is that there's people out there that might try to use this ghost for their own purposes. It's hard to say exactly, but and without sounding too accusatory, I think there's some signs that we could all follow and known players in this field that we need to watch out for because this is a big one this yeah. is a big fish exactly um not like tim burton's movie big fish um no St stanley knew how to make full of ghosts by the way yes i mean that large man who was very tall that was at least 250 ghosts that i counted on on top of his skin just the amount of skin he had all the ghosts who were hiding on it but let's get to Stan Lee. He made universes out of thin air in his brain. He would create characters. Um, now, that's what we believe, right? That's the human story that we all have heard and we're all um, aware of. But that's probably not what's really true. He, he probably had some kind of spiritual connection with a ghost, maybe a friendly Casper friend. Or, I mean, if, if we're being serious here... It might have been a demon or, or something like that. We all know that Stan Lee was in the army. And you know the demon of war. Um, we've, we've talked about him in previous episodes. Um, Rob has a personal connection with, it, with the war demon. He has another name. Um, I don't know if, if you want me to call him by his name. So I'll... Well, I mean, I, I, that really struck me because I, it made me realize that, you know, it's really calling me by my true name. I know that we, we talk about false names a lot in the show, and I'll come to admit, Rob is not my legal name. It's Robert. Like this man that we're speaking, who I share my name with, uh, Robert E. Lee. Yes. Robert Entertainment Lee. Yes. And Stan Lee. That there, there is a connection right there. Stan Lee. All he needed was an E, and it would be Stan E. Lee, just like Robert E. Lee. So, I mean, we have the connection there. We have the, the war demon that he might have come in, uh, in contact with when he was in the army, which I believe many soldiers come in contact with this demon. It is a very common demon, the demon of war. I think it's seen by most men that go to, to combat. It's an awful demon. And just to think about the entire concept of these universes and realms, really, with their realms that Stanley was able to produce, I could only come from the knowledge to be so close to a demon like death and to see people cross that threshold between life and death so frequently. Uh, really opens up your minds and i it is only done through that way uh that i believe that stanley was able to access those universes and create them uh, exactly for for some reason he was significantly better at uh, making a universe that stuck because i mean there are plenty of people in in the sci-fi world that can make up a language that can make up a planet and people and you know they're all farting around in some weird gas whatever and it's all bullshit and no one really cares cuz it's boring writing right 
this guy Stanley from New York, from you know, um, you know, a hard bit in life, is able to create characters that are compelling enough that people remember them for you know seventy five years plus. You know, who knows? I mean, these characters are going to be forever. And what is a character? A character is a name, a collection of drawings. This is all in indicating to me that it is a spell. Okay, a deity that he created out of thin air, that he brought from his head, the universe inside of him, into our universe. How many times did he do that? I mean, I'm sure there's a, there's a counter. We're not going to count it for you. There might be a dangerous number in there, but it's probably high. And, and, and all those deities he created now exist forever with us. What kind of power do you think he's going to have as a ghost? I mean, I don't know. But I think a lot of people were watching this. They were watching and waiting for him. And it's, I'm so, it's sad to say they were waiting for him to pass because they knew his strength would only get stronger after he died, after his ghost birthday. Wow. And, you know, and when I think I was hitting that before that there's traces to find. I mean, at this day and time, it's important to realize who owns Joe, who owns those intellectual creations from Stan Lee at this moment, the Marvel Universe. Yes. That would be the one and only Walt Disney. And Mickey Mouse. Mostly Mickey Mouse. Yes. And so it would be safe to assume that Disney, our powerhouse mouse in the house, the ghost vultures themselves, mm -hmm. uh, now have in command one of the greatest ghost creators, spiritual creators of all time. So uh, this is... Beyond nuclear, this is beyond hydrogen. This is a class unto itself. This is a, this is a star. Mm -hmm. This is a new yeah. element. This is a new state of existence that we are living in. There was pre-Stanley, and now there's post-Stanley, post-Lee. Mm -hmm. and, and we, we were living in a pre-Robert E. Lee, pre-Lee, and post-Lee, you know? It's a cycle. We're e we're either always pre-Lee or post-Lee. And we're post-Lee, again. Um, you know, and that's... I, I'm not entirely sure what to make of that, because the, the last time, the post-Lee cycle... I mean, Lee did not die in the Civil War. Spoiler, spoiler alert to history. Um, mm. He lived beyond then. But the trade-off was that they made his house into a haunted house and buried all the dead soldiers uh, at his house, basically. Uh, may they rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, like, and so again, you know, this is also Veterans Day uh, was this week as well. So we're seeing oh this, the timing of everything, people, is not coincidental. The day after Veterans Day is when Stan Lee passed. Yeah. So, you know, he, he had one last Veterans Day, maybe one last meeting with all of his his um, friends who have gone, you know, to the, the beyond ghost dimension. Who and live maybe, at, who, many of them live at Robert E. Lee's, or not, not live, because right. they reside 
They it haunt. Was a ghostly form. They haunt yes. the house of Robert E. Lee. So mm-hmm. I mean, he already has these spiritual connections, tying them together. Since the beginning, since the moment he saw combat, you know. And so now we go to Marvel and Disney, like you were saying, mm-hmm. and why they would want him. Of course, they used him to make money as a live man, right? It was a beautiful symbiotic relationship. They made, but oh my God, it just, you know, smacked smack me in the face. How many movies was he in? So think about it. They were exposing him. They knew what they were doing. They were exposing him every single time he did a cameo in all those movies. He should have had like a radiation suit on, mm-hmm. you know, with holy water going on the inside because he walked in to a landmine every single time, just like the battlefield, except this time it was a spiritual landmine and his soul was getting blown away. How many cameos did they make that poor man do? So now they have him as a dead man. And what are they doing with him now? Um, uh, do we have any guesses? I mean, I, I have a few. I mean, we, all, we, all, we were also discussing earlier about Disney's constructing new extensions to the Underground Railway. Uh, presumably oh to ship people back through the reverse Underground Railroad quicker and for more popular, populous zones like Florida and California. And um, also Cape Canaveral uh, to SpaceX. So this is part of the entire – so we're talking about you know energy, the kind of energy they're going for. That's the energy they're going for, they're, the, everything, the whole universe, multiverses. He is going to be weaving together all kinds of plants, devious plants. The villains that this guy created as a living man and conjured are terrifying, will haunt the dreams of children forever. And now we have him playing for possibly Robert E. Lee, for Disney, for Mickey, and it's all going to the most haunted house in America, the White House. Mm -hmm. If we didn't think it could get any worse, you know, we, we had like a celebration the last episode we, we you know we took a week off we had a celebration uh because we thought we won we we thought we we warranted a, a day off boy were we fucking wrong rob uh, and i apologize to all of our listeners to the whole world really because you know it takes a vigilant eye to keep this and everything in check uh and obviously they listen to what we say uh, and we, we sat on our, we rested on our laurels and we're sorry, everyone, uh, cause they really came at us hard, uh, while we were lying down. Yeah. I mean, the fires happened. Um, and then we haven't, you know, we talked about the election a little bit, but, um, let me tell you some of the things that happened after the election, post-election are equally as terrifying. And it's it's all pointing towards the same thing. It feels like we're all kind of being funneled into uh, some. I mean, who knows where we're going? Into a meat grinder, maybe. You know, for the mm-hmm. vegetarians out there, maybe a vegetable grinder, or for your weed head uh, guys, maybe a weed grinder. 
I mean, I, I don't think we want to be too alarmist as well. I think there was a lot of victories to celebrate on that day as well. Um, you know, it was a lot of complex emotions going on. I think we were also, I mean, I know I was also having to process everything that was going on before I was ready to speak on any of it. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of firsts uh, in, in elections. Uh, people that are being elected to office that haven't been before. But I, more importantly, there are beings being elected to office that have never before. You know, we can talk our big talk about all these big grand schemes, but I think we need to also show you, listener, that we also walk the walk. We, we have evidence to back this up. Uh, this isn't stuff that we're just making up. Uh, there are trends that you can follow. And one trend is the election of the very first being to his state house. It is the very first ghost has been elected, an official to the country, to the Nevada Assembly. What? Uh, in the state of Nevada, they elected a ghost to represent their county, a man who has passed away. Okay, um, so Nevada, I don't know if you voted for the right per person being. I, I, I don't know his politics. Do we know anything about this, <laughs> this man pre-ghost? Well, pre let, me, let, me let me tell you about this man's politics. His name is Dennis Hoff, reality TV star. Wait, uh, can we get that name one more time? Dennis Hoff. Almost like, like Hoffman, you know, mm. the actor. And okay, he's also well, been on TV, right? Okay. Oh yes, actually. Oh my God, Rob. I've he's on this guy's on HBO all the time, or or Cinemax or one of those. Uh, okay. Oh, he was guys. He became a ghost and is yes. now in the Nevada Assembly. We all know this man. This man was the bald, fat guy um, in the, the Bunny Ranch who owned it. He was really red-faced all the time, and he was on HBO, like, all the time. He, they made a show about him. He's, he's been in everyone's TV set for the past 25 years, probably. Now we have him, all of this experience behind the screen, and now he is transcended as a ghost to... Um, represent the state of Nevada. Yeah, and this all happened very quickly, everyone. I mean, we're working on compressed time right now. Uh, the, you know, if you think about the aspects of time, uh, the normal dilations are dialed way up. We're moving at rapid pace. This man was not even, you know, confirmed in any sort of political party uh, that I'm aware of. Prior to this year, prior to last year, I should say, when he registered as a Republican right after Stephen Baldwin, a.k.a. Donald Trump, was elected the president of the United States. Wow. Stephen Baldwin gets his buddy possibly cheesed on what he's doing, says, hey, man, it's so easy. Why don't you do it? And... You know, the guy, he has the experience, just like Donald did, um, you know, Donald, quote-unquote Donald, mm -hmm. you know, doing The Apprentice, doing all the, you know, Stephen Baldwin movies that he did. 
And so he figured he'd take a shot at it. And yet he went a shot too far. And so he was found dead, you said. Um, how, how old was he? Let's, 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 do, the, let's do the math He's on this guy. He's years old. Well, seven plus two is nine. That's you flip that. That's a six. Uh, that would be um, – there's no sixes. I'm trying to figure out his birthday, but I'm terrible at math. Well, October – oh, my God. He was born October 14th. 1946. Mm. Okay. He died October 16th, 2018. So that's, that's two, two days. And he was 72 years old. So he had a partner, his wife, from 2009. This guy is covered in nines, covered in sixes. He's was on HBO for how many years? HBO, if you know yes. what I mean. More more aptly called. Yes. And you know, Dennis Hoff. I mean, this guy is on his way to represent the state of Nevada. And he's a ghost. The first one ever. See, but Gio, I think you said that he was shot too far. I kind of fear that this was a part of the plan all along. I think Stephen Baldwin, the, the the highest con man of the land, conned Hoff. He said it was easy. He told him it was fine. He didn't tell him how hard it would be. It killed him. They killed him right before the election. So his name would be on the, the ballot, right? He gets mm -hmm. his name on the ballot as a living person to get around the system. They kill him off so they can elect a ghost and to do their bidding. Wow. I mean, that's it's it. Connected. It's all connected. The underground, the reverse underground railroad needed another casualty that they threw right under it. And well, no, it's an important step, though, Gio. Think about it. If we want to send this underground railroad in reverse, and it's all about ghosts and getting them to the White House, why not just peel? Why don't just put ghosts in Congress? Yes. Make them our elected officials. Normalize. Oh, have my them God. Run, have them run the whole system. They're normalizing ghosts. They're, I mean, not that ghosts weren't already in charge, everybody, but now they're in the front. They're running it's, our public offices, dictating like directly what our lives are going to be. They've went from possession to outright just being ghosts. And we should – I mean we're living in a post-Lee life now. The world is different now. So we got to remember that because things have changed. All of the things that he created in, in, in his fake universe now might bleed into our universe since he died. We don't know what they have him doing, um, but we do know he has all the experience and you know um, we have – no time to figure it out. We got to do this ASAP because uh, time is of the essence. So there's one last thing I wanted to talk about. Um, it is, I would say, a kind of scary thing. Um, Netflix did something. This was during um, the craze of Halloween and all that stuff. They uh, put out a show called The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. 
which is a reboot of uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I don't know. Also, if... reboot of the animated series as well. A a, tr a tree boot, the three boot. So that's three right there. Count them. And... Halfway to six. My God, and I mean, this is the second, you know, real life version. That's three times two. That's six. And the the first version didn't have many problems. Um, I think a lot of people were angry at it because it promoted witchery and witchcraft, and we were on that um, on that board very early on. And with this new one, I kind of enjoyed parts of it. I watched it for research. Um, it was very demonic. Um, so trigger warning for all of you guys who have been possessed. But the one thing that I liked was that they made parts of, you know, Satanism kind of like bad. They, they showed it to be what it truly is evil. It's, it's dark. There's blood and, you know, a color red is everywhere. And it really showed how evil Satanism is and how you should reject it and reject ghosts. But the Church of Satan, they, they couldn't have that. It's slanderous, they said. Yeah. Um, maybe they're right. I mean, they did go kind of hard on on them, which they should. I, I don't understand. I mean, we're living in such a postly world that you can't even make fun of Satanists anymore. Um, I, I forget. How much money did they get sued for? They got, they got fucking sued. $50 million. They're they're asking of Netflix. My God, for uh, it's infringed on their copyright and defamed its deity. So libel against Satan, guys. Mm -hmm. That's that's the world that we live in now. Think about it. It's it's not hard to to imagine a future where you know Superman. If if you talk shit about Superman on Twitter. The property of Superman will sue you, you know, or or anybody, any any character, now has the ability, just like the Church of Saint, to to have, to say that you have mischaracterized them, you know. If if you do an impersonation wrong, you might get sued. So guys, we're we're living in a very scary time. The Reverse Underground Railroad has been kicked into a new gear. It has new tracks in development. And frankly, this week is going to be a very scary week. We have recounts happening in Florida, you know, uh, uh, maybe a runoff in Georgia. We have fires in California. I mean, we don't know where we're going, but we know that we're going to be here for you guys. That's without a doubt. We're going to be here for all of you. And I'll just say I'll have to be with all of you in spirit this upcoming week. Um, I've, uh, I'm going on a research mission. Uh, I am actually going to be in France next week, the South of France. I'm trying to get to the bottom of ghost connection to can, uh, the con or however you may say it, it is a spell. So, uh, there's no real correct way to say it. Mm -hmm. Um, just know that. So don't feel bad about saying either way. Um, but you know, I, we've been planning this research mission for a while where Gio and I have been behind the scenes working tirelessly to make sure that we can get the right equipment over there. So be ready for some special reporting, uh, you know, 
please, I hope you're all safe here while I am gone. I will do a special report um, from France uh, that you guys can look forward to next week. So stay tuned from that because I think we're going to get into some real eye-opening uh, material. There's going to be some really great research done, and I think that's going to help shine some light, help contextualize everything that's happening here. Because, folks, this ain't happening in a bubble. Uh, there's other people around us. There's other beings around us. There's other universes around us. Uh, so we're going to go out there, and we're going to tell you what it, what's going on because uh, it's all connected, as we're saying, always. Uh, so stay tuned. Yeah. Uh, stay in the scene, everybody, uh, be safe this week. And, um, we're going to keep it, you know, keep it down while Rob is off doing his research. We only had enough money to pay for one ticket, so he's going to do it. He has all the equipment and, uh, I look forward to, um, kind of having, um, my, my, my week to kind of say whatever I want. I got a lot of opinions. And I'm, and I'm going to say him when, you know, when Rob's away, the mice will play. So, uh, yeah, stay in the scene, guys. Stay extreme. Uh, make sure to always be have the pr proper protections, everyone. Uh, we know that we say the, the fires are uh, sage uh, and ghost-free. However, uh, the particles that come from the fire uh, maybe ghosts in there, though. And if you breathe it, it could make you sick. So please be protected. Please be safe for all of us that are out here in the fires and to everyone else. Uh, you know, just thank you for for your your prayers and any sort of uh, donations uh, to help us through these times. Especially the people that are being affected by these most closely. Uh, we love you all. Thank you for that support. All right. See you guys next week. <laughs>